Is, is their work still out? Can I find it somewhere? Maybe. They had like two songs and one was just, there was a boy in my brother's class named John Ma. So they would say his name, John Ma, over and over again. <laughs> Wait, were they bullying him? Either way, that's funny, but that's... I think they just liked his name. I don't know. I, well... Wow. That's kind of like a based way to write a song is just like... Let's just repeat this name. <laughs> that is the like the Lil B method. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm compelled method. by that style of songwriting. John Ma. John Ma. That's yeah, so I good. doubt it's out there. It was like maybe 2005 or something. Uh-huh. I mean, say, with say that no name, more, you know? <laughs> you really caught lightning in the bottle there. Well, yeah, the I really feel I'm like... I'm jealous right now. <laughs> close your eyes and imagine it's 2005 and you're, you're on tour with World of Shit. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> That's where I want to be. Oh, man. 2005 me would be so stoked. <laughs> You're an 11-year-old Ioni on tour with World of Shit. Oh, like a diehard World of Shit fan? Like World, <laughs> yeah. World of Shit army? That's, uh, yeah, that's that's how I viewed myself. What's up? Hello, this is Smite Me. This is the podcast where we read the Torah, a.k.a. the Bible, but... We call it the Torah because that's the Jewish name for it. And frankly, it's about the Jews. So you guys should have to call it the Torah too. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I can call it whatever you want. But um, I did. I looked up the Torah and someone said it's the only religion that's not man-made. Hell yes. Huh? I love that. <laughs> what? Someone on, on the internet was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact about the Torah is it was a, the, um, the Jewish Judaism was the only one that was made by God. Mm. Was it on like Quora or something? Was it on or, like Yahoo Answers? It was on YouTube. The rabbis oh. found YouTube. Oh boy. Oh yeah. No, the rabbis. Oh. <laughs> rabbis I... on YouTube is like parents on Facebook. Oh yeah. I can only imagine what like the lighting and camera situation is like. Just like <laughs> oh, in yeah. their office on like one of those like Logitech webcams that looks like an eyeball. <laughs> You know, I worked for a, a, a Christian talk radio station for a number of years, and I would just say that, like, there's obviously there's the, like, giant media apparatus of religion in media, but if you're not part of that, like, top tier, the uh, the bottom sort of little branches of religion in media are a very interesting and often frightening uh, world to exist in. I would watch a sitcom of like about just like a young punk engineer working at a christian talk radio station called like i don't even know air airwaves uh, but just i don't know i just would love to like have been a fly on the wall in that period of your life i kind of want to interrupt because i am just the rudest person ever and i forgot to introduce our guest um we have with us today geneva rust orta what's up geneva hey thanks for having me 
Geneva's the best. She we used to run a show together, and she also um, has performed at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So, you know, it is Edinburgh. You know that, right? Um, I no, it's a different festival. <laughs> what if I just <laughs> no, completely the under the bus <laughs> so that I didn't look bad? <laughs> I just made you go along with it because I didn't know the name of the thing. No, no, the, it, it's the one you're talking about, Ioni. Yeah, no, Edinburgh is the one for the non-Jews, and Edinburgh is for the Jewish performers. Oiden, Oidenburg. It's, it's, it's pretty similar, but... Oh, yeah, and I guess yeah. on that note, too, we're here also with Josh Marcus. Not that that's rare. It's what happens every time, but... Oh, yeah. No, we got we just got in such a groove that we forgot to introduce That's ourselves. That's true. So. Sometimes vibing can take a a wrong turn, but you know, we're we're getting it back. <laughs> vibing on track. gone wrong. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. And my name's Ayani Hayashi. I'm John Alcabas. What's up? This is Smite Me. We are we are scatterbrained and ready to go. <laughs> um, um, without guys, making it too complicated, do you want to just set into smiteable deeds? Yeah, I was gonna say, what'd you guys do this week? What are you guilty of? Josh, do you want to start? Sure. I had to be kind of rude to someone over email for my job because like, <laughs> you know, in journalism, if somebody says something bad about someone else in the story, you have to ask them about it. So I had to send an email to someone being like, hey, are you a sociopath? Hey, are you a eugenicist? Like, hey, did you uh, threaten to kill a disabled man? And so on and so on, um, which I don't know. I feel like, you know, because even if you say no to those things, it's sort of like a person being like, oh, well. You know, they they insist that they're not a eugenicist is like not a position you probably want to be in. Not that I feel bad for people who are eugenicists, but I don't know. Just kind of I'm answer. trying to think of like the funniest person for us to predict that Josh is talking about, <laughs> even though he obviously can't. But just being like, yeah. I figure you're talking about uh, Mitski. That's that's it, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really well, like. I, I read an internet comment that said this thing like Kerda. Yeah, so I don't know. That's not that's not bad. Yeah, John. rude emails. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I could see that being smiteable. You get to you get to the pearly gates and God is holding up like printed out um, emails that you sent. Well, I mean, as we'll see in this, uh, in this portion, it's all about not asking too many questions. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. it's just like just just do it, just stay in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't touch the death mountain because it's <laughs> full of death. <laughs> yeah, even if we ask you to come onto it, don't don't touch it. John, you want to give one? Sure. I guess mine is pretty different. Um, my smiteable deed is that I enjoyed some, like, just real fresh blue cheese. Like, just real. <laughs> you know how blue cheese is, like, you know how it's gross, but it's also. It's not gross. It's, I don't know, man. Because, no, this is what I was, I was tasting it, and I was like, what does that taste like that I like it so much? And then I realized it tastes like what being on a farm smells like uh-huh. but i was loving it and i was like horrified with myself i don't when, know when you Maybe say that's some harsh. really fresh blue cheese so you so you had like really high quality blue cheese is that what you're no or i like, guess i was saying just that like was fresh my, out of the pack i was trying to say like it was real it was stinky oh, okay because <laughs> it was just real blue cheesy yeah like max potency i don't know i mean obviously blue cheese itself isn't it's i think it's kosher I've definitely had, I don't know, one time I was like eating like a blue cheese, a burger that had blue cheese on it. I was like eating the leftovers of it. And I just like saw that it was, I was, it was like a medium rare burger. And I just had this moment of being like, ah, oh, this is so gross. Like why I should be a vegan. And like, that could be the story of me. That could be my vegan origin story. But instead it's just a story of a time that I was disgusted with myself <laughs> and then didn't change my behavior. But 
anyway, I feel like my my love of blue cheese is smiteable. Shit's gross. Yeah, I think enjoyment in general is mm-hmm. typically seen as not necessarily um, holy behavior. Um, Geneva, you got one? Um, yeah, I do. I So I'm getting my second vaccine dose in April, but I told my family, thank you, I told my family I won't be vaccinated until July. Dang. <laughs> wow. To get out of something? And that's on the record. <laughs> they don't know how podcasts work. Yeah. I feel, no offense, I don't think this will come back to them. I mean, I uh-huh. I would be lying if I didn't think of doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm almost tempted. No one in my family has ever said anything about the content of this show, so I'm tempted to just ask them like a direct question just to test them, you know? Do it. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I did get my second shot, too, uh, last week. Woo. So now I'm like... I can be a social butterfly again. Nice. Did you have um, any of the like after shocky symptoms or were you just your Yeah, it was actually pretty much system? uh I didn't have a brain for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Um it was I couldn't do anything and then at the end of Friday uh my lower back hurt so much that I was walking around like an old man and my girlfriend took videos of it because she thought it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you should we should put that on the Instagram. <laughs> I might. Maybe. Um, yeah. Photoshop like a Moses beard onto him. <laughs> yeah. I guess my smiteable deed is is uh, is kind of an accomplishment in my life. That Last week, I became debt-free. Hell yeah. Not that it's like, it's not as cool as being like student debt-free because I didn't go to college. I'm just like, I was an irresponsible 19-year-old debt-free. But it's still that. And I think, especially with this chapter, I think every time god sees someone kind of move themselves maybe in a position towards like mobility upwards he's just like that's not really what this is about son so yeah oh wait so your smiteable <laughs> deed is that your debt free yeah mm-hmm. i like that yeah because yeah. you're like nah you're kind of supposed to be part of the uh serving class and you know we got priests and we have moses and everyone plays a role and when you kind of move upwards you're kind of fucking that up so i think yeah god would just be a little bit like i'm watching you now God would probably be like, you are in debt to me still. Right. So. <laughs> right. Who allowed you to get debt free? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I paid it off and was just kind of like someone upstairs is upset. I can tell. Um, You'd be like, yeah, you're out of financial debt, but you, I still <laughs> own your soul. So, yes, <laughs> don't forget that. I pulled you out of Egypt and I can put you back in there. All right. <laughs> um with that, let's get into this summary. I'm going to do the summary t- t- today because that's my turn. Um, and this is kind of a shorty but a goody, as as some people like to say. And the uh, portion is called Yitro. And it's named after our favorite in-law in, in the Bible so far, Jethro. A.K.A. Or Jethro. Yep. Um, AKA or Ruel. Young, <laughs> A.K.A. Young Jethy Threat. Jethy Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Ruel. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, a.k.a. Jeth Leopard. Uh, here's about <laughs> Moses taking the... I started off strong. I know. Um, uh, here's about Moses taking the Israelites out of slavery. And it's kind of just like, oh, that's my boy. And I want to party. Um, so Jethro goes to Moses' camp and meets up with the Israelites. Uh, Moses is super happy to see him. And Jethro basically nuggies moses when they show up and is like tell me everything 
And then, so Moses tells him everything, and Jethro is pretty much like, this godfellow sounds pretty cool. I'm in. And he becomes a Jew, basically. Does um, he snip? It does not say if he snips. I think it's implied, though. Okay. Um, Just because they're obsessed with that, so I don't see why Jethro would get an exception. But they're so obsessed with it that I'm surprised they didn't say, like... And they snipped, and they snipped, and they snipped. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, so basically, the next day, Moses, I guess the tradition is that Moses sits in front of the entirety of the Israelite people, like eight to five, and is like, tell me what your troubles are. And they tell him. Um, and Jethro sees this and is like, you're working too hard. You're going to kill yourself micromanaging. You need to learn how to delegate and share some of the labor. Moses listens, and then uh, Jethro leaves kind of disappears like a a, a sage like a Jethro mystic sage is a boundaries king great boundaries on this guy <laughs> so i'm going to say about king. Jethro all right so uh leaving the Jethro section of which the chapter is named uh we come to 3 months later uh the israelites all come to this big old mountain in the Sinai desert moses heads up to the top to speak to god and god tells him I know I already said all this, but tell the people that if they're good and they listen to all my special rules, they'll be my most special people on the earth that I own, and I'll give them gifts and make them cute little tchotchkes. Um, And then basically God kind of has a monologue and go, says, hey, I'm going to show up in a few days wearing a cloud, so talk to everyone and make sure everyone cleans up and washes their clothes and feet because cloud daddy is coming and I don't want it to be stinky. <laughs> Also, no one's allowed on the mo the mountain except for Moses, and if they even touch the mountain, kill them, or maybe the mountain will kill them. I don't know. Also, no girls allowed. Um, <laughs> God does what he says he will do and, uh, you know, goes up to the mountain. The mountain catches on fire. Everyone shits their pants. God parks the Godmobile and says, basically, Moses, get on up here. Uh, going to reiterate again that no one should ever come up here except for Moses and everyone needs to stand in front of the mountain and be ready because who knows, we might need to do sacrifices. God doesn't know. The night's open. So Moses is kind of relays all that and then Moses and Aaron get to go to the peak. So I guess that's like a weird thing that they kind of just decide at the last minute. Uh, but then God basically comes at, at the top of the mountain, addresses the entire uh, Israelite people uh, and drops the Ten Commandments on them, lists them, all that, and then as a result, we kind of have a solidification of a lot of often problematic sets of morals and values that are based off of obscure phrases in an ancient language. And oh, please. We still have to deal with those things. It to all this makes day. sense. <laughs> and that's the fucking summary. Yeah, I like <laughs> I think it's so funny that. The chapter with the Ten Commandments in it, the like, which is pretty iconic, Ten Commandments, named after his weird father-in-law. Yeah, some guy who's just around. Wait, also, okay, should we just start from the beginning? Should we say overall thoughts? I'll, I guess, I'll just dive in. What, ha what's the timeline on? Uh, I'm forgetting Moses's wife and children's names. Zipporah and people we Kid. don't care about Kid. because, yeah. Okay, did they? They went back to Egypt with Moses, right? Like, after God talked to him as a burning bush. Did they just bounce while the Ten Commandments, or the, fuck, while the Ten Plagues were happening? It makes it sound like because it. Then, 
Because it doesn't really mention it, and then all of a sudden it says, like, and Moses' father-in-law and wife and children, like, kind of just rolled up on the scene. Like, they missed all the violent drowning of the Egyptians and shit. They just kind of heard about it through word of mouth. I think he gets married when he's a shepherd. He, like, leaves Egypt, becomes a shepherd, gets married, and then goes back to Egypt. So he leaves his kids with their mom, and he's like, you do the work. Classic. A bush Classic told me to go do cure. this. I'm sure you'll understand. Literal patriarch yeah. Moses. Uh-huh. Also kind of has that energy of like a politician sending their kids to private school where it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't want, uh, we'll figure it out. You know, there's a bit of a situation, but I don't really want to be involved in it in a personal way. I don't know. I had this kind of interesting thought too while I was writing the summary, which was that I'm not a hundred percent sure. I obviously none of these people are fucking real. But, like, even in the context of the story, do you think Jethro is real? Wait, what? You're saying... <laughs> you're telling me to accept that the story is real, but you think Jethro is, like, a figment of Moses' imagination? Kind of, because, he, number one, he's the only, like, popular... Not popular, but, like, positive adult role model figure in the whole book so far, where he's just kind of like, hey, people are on their own journeys. They do things. You need to go free your people in Egypt? That's fine. Hey. Um... And he's kind of always backing up Moses, so it kind of just feels like maybe he's like this character Moses makes up and is like, ah, my wise father-in-law told me that I actually can't do all the work. Uh, Y'all need to be doing some of this. So wait, okay, in in this interpretation, Jethro is a figment of Moses' imagination. God, 100% real? No, what I'm saying is none of it's real, but essentially what you're saying also, yes. That's an interesting read. Mm Mm-hmm. That Moses' only friends are imaginary. Like, he can't have non-imaginary buddies. Aw, sad Moses. <laughs> he's just he's talking to plants. He doesn't have anyone else. And sheep? Sheep. I feel like the sheep get him. Maybe Jethro's a sheep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. And his wife's a sheep, too, and his children are half sheep. Okay, yeah. Now we're talking. Oh now, we're, now we're cooking with They have, with like, uh, curly white afros, but, like, human bodies. Yes. That's oh, adorable. Like extra curly because they're half Jewish, half sheep. So oh my god! Yeah, like, it's like a they get both kinds of curl. You know, double X curl. That would be a great diversity statement for like grad school. <laughs> As a person of sheep experience. Okay, so Jethro comes, kind of invent. Well, not invents, but he kind of tells Moses like, um, like, hey, you should uh create like hierarchical society. Like he kind of just says like there needs to be because th- they leave a lot of room for interpretation. But basically what we are to believe that Jethro witnessed is Moses sits in a chair all day and then all of the Israeli people come up to him one by one and are like, uh, my bed is too soft. <laughs> and then the next guy is like, um, I my tooth fell out and then it just keeps <laughs> going all day like that. I got stung by a bee. <laughs> literally it could be anything yeah well no and then what they also say is they kind of say that everything is sort of treated the same way so like it's like five in a row of like benign things that you can just solve and then someone was like uh i think this person is fucking my wife and i also think that he murdered my two cousins and he's like well these are all the same well but also under the new system it's like the minor like Moses is supposed to delegate, right? So the minor people get like the like, I hurt my knee. But then and then when someone is like, I think my wife's cheating on me, they like ring a bell and they're like, ding, 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 Moses, we got one for you. How many Israelites is are there at this point? 
Because I, I feel like if it was like, you know, like 50,000 people, I can kind of understand why at some point you can't just be the guy. Yeah, I don't know. How, does it say how many ever? No. Geneva, what do you think? Uh, 50. 50? Okay. Oh, 50, you don't really need to delegate. Uh-huh. No, but it was Three really big, really boisterous No, it's got to be more. No, think about how, think about all the, like, the pyramids and the sphinx and shit, all the shit they built. That wasn't 50 people. I don't know why I said 50. No, You're I'm right. not trying to, like, sorry, I didn't mean to... As he doesn't jump at you, but and it shut it down. <laughs> no, I'm just well. Trying actually, to... if you use logic and <laughs> John Alkman destroys logic, logic King slams fellow podcast guest. Oh my god! Fuck. No, I was thinking Cut of a number out. that was reasonable for like. I could ha- I could handle fifty people like giving fifty people advice probably. Yeah. Wait, no, there are numbers. There are numbers. Hold on. I just there are such, numbers. Such a... <laughs> That's true. Fifty is one of them. Um, no, there's like a part where Jethro says like there will be people who are in charge of thousands, people who are in charge of hundreds, oh, people yeah. in charge of fifties, and people in charge of tens. I mean. The way you could look at that is either incredibly segmented or hi- and hierarchical, or he's like, hey, these people should kind of like, you know, organize from the ground up so that maybe you only have to deal with like when meteors fall from the sky and then when someone's neck hurts, they can just find someone to give them a back rub. I feel like there's maybe also like a implicit comment about like people are kind of unruly and a pain in the ass and like we'll never be grateful so maybe just do what god says and like don't worry about it you know what i mean yeah it's just interesting it is really interesting that it comes from jethro well or just like and throughout the wilderness sections it's just like non-stop israeli complaining the whole time and i get the sense that it's just sort of like yeah <laughs> like you know ruling subjects like they complain a lot like wouldn't it be nice if there was just like definitive answer 10 simple well, okay, rules they are- they are, they're Israelites, they're not Israelis. <laughs> no, oh, like, I'm glad you said that, I was gonna... <laughs> and mm, Moses, mm, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm no, not no, gonna no, do the full impression, right. I'm just gonna say, and Moses. I have an interesting question to ask you guys too. And it, it, it comes off of prior information we have from earlier in the Bible. So when Moses goes to Pharaoh to ask for the emancipation of the Israelite people, he is 88 years old. Yes, sir. So how the fuck old is his father-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, but also 30. it's Bible times. His father-in-law could be his age because, you know. Because <laughs> he could be an 80-year-old man married to like... Uh, yeah. Oh. His father-in-law could be younger than him for sure. Uh, or he's like 125 and it doesn't matter because people are that old. All the time. All the time in this Bible years. This little story. I just I don't don't know. I he's like the old he's the old wizened uh, wizard almost advising your old wizened grandpa, which is just like the level of yeah like the crotchety bone problems, (laughs) the amount of saltines. It's just it is weird. I because I think of Moses as being like a little boy based on the kinds of problems he has. Like he can't figure out how to delegate a task and he's like a hundred. That seems like a little kid problem to me. He seems a little bit emotionally underdeveloped. 
Yeah, right. You'd think like in 80 years you would have been confronted with a few problems. I mean, he has. He's he, God put him in charge of the liberation of a whole people, and he was like, um, okay, can I make my brother do it? And God was like, fine. Yeah. Oh, actually, you, if you want to pick me for pick up basketball, you got to pick my friend. We're a package deal. <laughs> right. You know? It's one of those. Except God should have just chosen Aaron to begin with because Aaron... Is the more favored son. Because Aaron, yeah, Moses needs Aaron. Aaron doesn't need Moses. He's beautiful. He's talented. Mm-hmm. He, he, he has a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. He is Aaron. I don't, as you were saying, Ayani, I feel like there's like, for for something as significant as the Ten Commandments, also kind of like nothing happens in this portion. There's a really like cinematic scene. Oh, that's true. Where God is like, it's like Michael Bay. Yeah. Like just. Yeah, I guess it's all kind of cons- It's just like the one moment. Yeah, it's kind of like if Michael Bay did the Star Wars crawl, though. Like there's nothing really a lot happening. It's just an exposition dump. But yeah, no, it reminded me of like, you know, in Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> when he like brings the contract to her and he's like, these are the rules. And she's like, OK, Um that's what the Ten Commandments reminded me of. I actually have not seen that movie. I haven't but... either, but I, I kind of know what it's premised on. And yes, I agree that. Um... In a weird way, I feel like I just kind of got it. That's the whole the whole premise of it is there's this Dom and he's like, these are this is a protocol. This is what you do. And she's like, I'm a dumb little baby. And then <laughs> they have a relationship out of that. Um, and that's what Judaism mm. is. Wait, have you? I'm curious about, the, did you read slash... Did you read the book or did you watch the movie or both? Um, I've watched like 20 minutes of it because it was on. But like I I think that the f- it's known for being that there's a not there's a contract that she brings nothing to the table for. There's no like and in exchange for you doing these things, I'm right. going mm-hmm. to buy you dinner. Like no. there's none of that. Yeah, no, I've always like I kind of knew that that was the premise of Fifty Shades of Grey. But I just am very curious, like how they like. The idea of them ra- having to wrap it up at the end of it is really funny to me of her just being like, well, I sure was a dumb little baby. Like, how how do they how do they land that plane is what I want to know. Um, I don't think the movie has that much self-awareness. I think it's just like they go into a sunset and they're like, that's an end. Oh, they're like, and it was all and that's that. Yeah. What happens? Have you seen the sequels? Like, how does that keep evolving? Or is it just like, and I have some more stuff that we're going to do now? I haven't seen the sequels, but I've heard through the grapevine that it's revealed like he used to, he was taught how to be a Dom by his old Dom. Wow. And she like wow. comes back to the Vador. I, I love that. <laughs> oh, wow. La Dom From the generation Dom. to yeah. generation. Nice. Passing down the secret arts of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, really, what are we getting in exchange for the Ten Commandments, really? We're his special chosen people. Uh, like, and not killed. It's like a, I love you, but don't fuck with me kind of <laughs> kind of proposition. Mm-hmm. I do think it's very funny during that scene how many times God is like, I'm serious about the fucking mountain. Don't touch it. Yeah, we should lay out, says, like, some of these rules because I feel like they're kind of funny. Or just, like, what this... Because this is, like, the big moment. Wait, okay, so wait. What happens after Jethro bounces? They There's kind of a whole lot of fluff about, like, them going to different land. It's kind of like the geographical equivalent of a begat, begat, begat 
Like, it's just like, and they went to this place and this place, and they were in front of the mountain. And then, yeah, God is like, don't touch the mountain, because if you touch the mountain, you'll die, because I'll kill you. Well, and even before that, he's like, like, go tell them that, like, if you do what I say, you know. It's kind of like a reiteration of the covenant, like, part a million, where it's like, and by the way, if you listen to me, you'll be my special people. He talks about, I'm going to, how I bore you on eagle's wings out of Egypt. That's kind of... It's funny, I... My note on that was it's funny that God is doing like metaphors about eagles because it's like you're God. Can't you just say like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're going to pretend you're an eagle? What are you talking about? It actually kind of makes me think like from a historical lens, there's like the, the, the different levels of who the Jews were and like different traditions. And like probably at a certain point, there was someone who had like a very special eagle maybe not god but figure and they were like no 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 we put that one in mm-hmm. that's our thing we you said everybody gets to input, right we okay? were the eagle we jews get, <laughs> so yeah you gotta gotta put in an eel right it is right like the like the war the like violent like ideological contingent of the writing staff is putting in like and then we dominated these people uh-huh. and these people and then like the little and the egyptians were like, the glug, glug, are, like glug 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 yeah. <laughs> right. No, and then but then like the sensitive poet types on this staff are like, and it was like an eagle flying above the sky. <laughs> and then the lawyer on the staff was like, Indeed, all the earth is mine, but you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Where it's like we gotta <laughs> specify who owns what and like let's just look at this. For sure. Yeah. Um the writer's room. Okay, and then uh, God is like, I'm gonna come to them in a cloud. In a thick cloud, I might add. Cloud two C's. Let's go. <laughs> The setup, it's weird because there's a setup to a setup to a setup in a weird way. He keeps being... Yeah, he keeps kind of being like, okay, here's the pre-production meeting. Okay, now that we finish that one, here's the before we do the production meeting. Agenda item one, make an agenda. Or like, I was going to say it's like a wedding, how it's like, this is like the pre-Thursday dinner. Uh The Thursday before the wedding is the pre-Thursday dinner. Um, And then there's just like five different like... Wedding weekend brunch. I don't know. I guess that's because family is important. I I retract my statement. Um, <laughs> oh, what you're saying? You don't think family is important? Oh my god! Who is this guy? <laughs> you're really digging yourself into some holes today. Whatever. Fuck it. Abolish the family. <laughs> Abolish cars. I don't know. Geneva. Do you have any thoughts on the overall uh, bombacity of the before before the before commandments? Oh, before the commandments. Um. I didn't follow it com- as well as I could have. Um, no, I'm not going to put that on you. It's very, it, they don't say anything. It's just a whole yeah. bunch of nothing. Jethro definitely fucks off and it, you miss him because he was really carrying a lot of the emotional, like empathetic character of the story. And he, it is curious. He was able to leave, but then we wandered in the desert for forty years. Um, yeah, yeah. We Where the just fuck stopped. did he go? <laughs> just like went back home. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. That was confusing. Yeah, that's. A Do you good think there point. was anyone who was like, <laughs> I don't know? It just it, it it reminds me of like I don't know what it reminds me of, but it just the idea of someone being like, hey, um, I know you're actually gonna you're all gonna go with God, which I get why you're doing that. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Jethro. Jethro, he seems real cool, and he has like a nice. He has a, he has a room for me. Got a lot of work to do tomorrow. I think I'm just gonna go with the other guy. I wonder if these Ten Commandments were like passive aggressive digs at the kinds of questions people were bringing to Moses. <laughs> 
Hey, can oh, I murder? <laughs> I'm also I'm also really mad that my neighbor has like a flat screen. I covet that shit hard. I was thinking I would actually murder him about that. What, you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Hey, God didn't tell me if I could steal, but I want to steal. Is that allowed? <laughs> I just want to take and take and take. We're gonna do that with the land later. Wait, yeah. we should also mention the part where where. It, does God or Moses say you shall not like do not go near a woman? Which if you're a woman reading that, it's fucking tough. Luck. I mean, that's, I, that's where I put in no girls allowed. That's yeah, kind of- yeah. It's a hard biblical colon. It's like God's like setting out the rules for like how they're gonna receive this big message, and he's like, all right, you're gonna stay clean. You know, no one's gonna cross over this line, or else they're gonna be shot or stoned. Beast or man, he shall not live. And then it's like when you hear the signal, then you're ready. Be ready. Colon. Do not go near a woman. It's just like, I think Rashi thinks that, that it was he was saying no fucking, which mm-hmm. I guess is I don't know, just standard Bible stuff. Like, hey, they were like, and in case you forgot, like we <laughs> hate we hate them. I wonder if the women were like chasing them, like a dare you, like <laughs> like a Beatles you know? video, <laughs> <laughs> like cooties, uh-huh. like we have cooties, <laughs> we have smiteys, smiteables. We have smiteys. Yeah. Maybe that's where it comes from. Oh, this this ancient tradition mm-hmm. of of just I don't even know how to phrase. It. I don't know. It, it is it is one of those like I think earlier in the text you 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 sort of see the like disdain that the text has towards women usually through like wh- how they frame the characters or how they just like completely don't talk about women in like the beginning or how everyone's womb is always closed as a punishment yeah and then we're now we're getting to the point of like there's no rules behind it it's just this is how we feel yeah i was gonna say i feel like it also kind of has this like i don't know like middle-aged divorced dad understanding of a woman where like there's a section earlier in the torah where someone is trying to get like a hidden treasure out from under a woman she's like uh don't go near me i have my period and the guy's like well i guess i guess i'll never find it and then then this one is sort of like just don't go near a woman at all because they're scary and dirty. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of like the middle-aged dad. Like, yeah. ah, just ask your mother. I don't, I don't really know about all that kind of. Kind of mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Yeah. Even God doesn't want to deal with it. God's like, it's too gross it's just for me. Like I, uh, I, I, I found some links about this. If you maybe want to read those, just don't ask me about it. <laughs> well, I was just going to talk about how God kind of dives into the Ten Commandments without really saying these are the Ten Commandments. He just kind of says the first one like he's starting one of his little God speeches. It's a lot like when I was able to play in jazz bands more, um, not more at all, like something that would happen often is like you'd get someone, maybe a saxophone player, and they'd play like their first kind of thing of the solo and it was really good. And you like you don't just like stop when you're inspired, right? So then it just kind of keeps going. It kind of has that feel where he's like, rule number one, I'm God. No one else is God. And everyone's like, yay. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm on a roll. All right, number two, no other gods. Yay. He's like, oh, fuck, I got to keep this up. I mean, I think he he was probably going to, like, set the rules out for how they're going to go. And then he just found out that he was a star. So... You know. Yeah. Doesn't he also say like I'm jealous? By the way, says, like oh, yeah. you should know. Yes. Very jealous. much so. It's awesome. So this is. Fun. I mean, way to be up front. I read. The- it really is. Yeah, God is being like super open. 
I read the Chabad translation, which had a little bit of it, and it does not actually translate it as jealous, but zealous, which I don't find interesting because it's like, That's oh. just because that's how they talk. They're like, yeah, hey, he was very zealous of him. Well, no. <laughs> okay, ours said, or, yeah, mine says he was an impassioned god. I've, I've, I've read a few of them, and I, yes, I've read all of these, and my favorite is jealous. <laughs> I think I, I laughed, though, because, like, I mean, the difference between zealous and jealous is, like, if you really wanted to take it seriously, there's a big deal. But I just also find it funny because there's that, like, level of, like, oh, we don't understand this thing, not because of, you know, the weird context or the history or whatever, but because it was translated with, like, a letter difference. And it's like, nah, the, that's not how this shit works. Like texts from thousands of years ago, like they don't start meaning one thing because someone in Eng like translating it into English at one point was like, oh, I want to make a statement. So I'm going to change that Z to a J. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't my aware. Note... Oh, go ahead. Oh, my note just <clears throat> on when it said I am a jealous God, I just wrote down like that's good that he knows that about himself. You know, it's true. That's important. God's been doing the work. That's awesome. I was a. Uh... I was kind of shocked by how, like, compared to the Ten Commandments we, like, learn about in Hebrew school or whatever, how just, like, backed up with death threats they all were. Where it was, like, just so you know, like, I visit the guilt of parents upon children upon the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. It's, like, you really should listen or, like, you and all your descendants are fucked for life. Yeah, that was pretty dark. Yeah. Isn't that what the... um kim dynasty in north korea does like if you get punished they like fuck up several generations of your family just to really tone the point in yeah that also just sounds like anxiety to me of like <laughs> if you break these rules the worst thing will happen mm -hmm. because god might be like just a little anxious about his babies oh it's like super overprotection. Mm -hmm. like i promise you that if you don't listen to me the consequences will be whatever they'll be but just to make sure you know i'm gonna make them a lot a terrible right like i love you to death literally yeah like i don't want you to get kidnapped parents say that what they that? say what parents are like i don't want to get you you to get kidnapped and like killed right oh yeah, right and that's much. why you can't leave the house yeah and they like go into detail about how the person would do it but they say that they don't want that to happen <laughs> yeah. ah that's yeah no not really um i'm, I'm sure it, it happens i just think there's a there's a funny irony to the fact that like one of the commandments is honor your mother and father but then they're also like but if your mother and father or like your great great grandfather makes a mistake like i'm gonna fucking punish you for it so like good luck honoring them then <laughs> shit head i mean it's like it's just like trying to it's it's in a weird way it's just trying to ensure like compliance from this moment onwards right because theoretically everyone else who comes after this is like descended from the mother and father pair that was at the mountain right so it's like Honor your mother and father, otherwise I'm going to fuck you up super bad. And this is the time that we set the fucking rules. So everyone's fucking square. Um, which, you know. It also just talks a few times about, like, how the Israelites are just terrified. Like, there's this giant mountain that's, like, speaking in thunder language to them. And they're just kind of cowering on the ground. And at one point they tell Moses, like, ah, we don't want to talk to him. Like, you got to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> 
tell him we love him. Giant cloud man. Yeah, which is just sort of like I don't know. It's like a slightly less benevolent version of like here is this wisdom and it will guide you. It's just like ah, please don't kill us. Like it's the prevailing feeling. That is that's like kind of a different. That gives me a different like lens on Moses, kind of because it's like not only is he the person that God has chosen to like lead the Israelites, but then among the Israelites, when that shit starts happening. They're like, man, you're the only person who the cloud monster will listen to. (laughs) So, like, you have to take that responsibility. So he's getting it from both ends here. Yeah, it's a tough position. It also made me kind of imagine, like, what if we, the way we announced, like, really good news that, like, let's say in some weird alternate universe, like, they just decided, hey, we're going to give everyone Medicare for all. But, like, during the announcement that Biden's talking, there's just a, like, live military exercise (laughs) happening in the background. It's kind of like the same thing where he's uh-huh. like, don't worry. Everything I'm doing is because I love you and I, I'm, I'm going to take care of you all while there's fire. There's like doing nuclear tests in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, I can't hear you because of the bombs. I'm calling on Congress to pass this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The commandments also aren't probably helping them with their practical life questions of like, how do I just pay rent? Yeah. And God's like, you have to honor your parents. I'm thirsty. It's just like, don't murder. It's, like, that's, <laughs> it's not helpful. Thank you. I wasn't gonna. Wait, yeah. so should I just, I kind of want to just go through and read them one by one um, oh, from yeah. um, wow, copycat. Bible, Bibleinfo.com. Okay. You shall have no other gods before me. We covered it. You shall make no idols. That's kind of the same kind of you know you know what i wanted to say is that god's always having us like kill animals for him and set up an altar guess what buddy that's an idol yeah and i feel like also it's sort of like you know pagan stuff is bad but also like take your finest ram and slaughter it at this altar of stone that i want you to make for me pagan stuff is bad but also we get it okay you shall not take the name of the lord your god in vain um no but that one that's a complicated one because it it, people think it means you aren't supposed to say that someone's like a goddamn motherfucker or something but really what it means is that you're not isn't the real definition of this commandment that like you're not supposed to like say do something in the name of religion that's actually unethical i think there's no real definition of this because it's like whatever people decide it is that's the definition I like more is like, don't blame God if you're trying to like kill someone or something, just like, you know. Yeah, or don't use like, hey, this is what like, you know, don't do what in a lot of ways this book does. Um, <laughs> where like, don't use God as an excuse to be shitty to people. I think right. that's a way you could interpret it. But I don't know that that's what they mean. In vain is like unsuccessfully. So like if you're gonna reference God, you better look cool doing it. Uh-huh. Got Interesting. Me. Yeah. Like, like I don't like, want a loser Jew, to, like using my name and not looking cool. That would, <laughs> that would be my interpretation. Don't tag me unless okay. it's unless it's legit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. unless it's a nice picture. Right. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm going to be blinking. Come on. Don't don't tag me in that. Think about the yeah. angle for a yeah, second yeah. before you. <laughs> One second. <laughs> for a goddamn moment. Um, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. GD, oh, I, damn. Yeah. For a GD goddamn moment. Darn. Um, Okay, next one. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Of all of these, this is the closest to have fun, so I appreciate that. Yeah, take a break. It'd be cooler if one of the commandments was explicitly have fun, but we don't get that. We have (laughs) keep the Sabbath day holy. 
which you know we could do a whole episode on in people's interpretations of of shabbat and like what that means and how originally you weren't supposed to light a fire but then that changed into like you can't start a car or like turn on any of your lights or like it just the list kind of keeps expanding um but i don't know what do you guys think keep the sabbath day holy Uh. it's kind of cool from like a labor perspective like it's kind of god saying like hey people get a day off yeah i'm into it i think the ultimate (laughs) idea societally at the very least behind we have a day that everyone takes off is i think even if i would structure it a little differently i think it's a it's a positive idea just like hey sometimes you don't always have to be an automaton working um and we're gonna build it into our society that there's a day that you like spend time with people that you like it feels very much like, I don't know if you've had a friend who like knits or whatever, and they're like, we should go knitting because that's how they relax, but you relax differently. God's like, I keep Sabbath holy. That's how I relax. But maybe somebody else likes to do something else, like watch TV. I've never heard the phrase go knitting. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one Let's to go me. rip a skin. <laughs> just fucking just vibe out. <laughs> Maybe I made it up. <laughs> I was just, no, maybe I mean, we're I just with it. the wrong people. You know, yeah. go somewhere uncrafty fucking just. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but I would say keeping the Sabbath day holy isn't as fun as maybe God thinks it is. Right. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be a great way to relax honoring me. <laughs> He's like, like the friend at the dinner party who's like, like everyone put your phone in the bowl and you're like, okay, maybe relax. Like <laughs> we'll, we'll try to focus. We'll try to be here with each other. But like, I read an article in the Atlantic once and I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. So <laughs> throw them in the bowl, baby. Also, there's a fun version of God that is like a, 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 a incredibly stressed, like person at a control board or whatever, where, so like when he gets to have his day off, he's like, yeah, I just like to do nothing because every moment of my life otherwise is just like dealing with crisis uh-huh. over here, dealing with, and everyone else is like, yeah, but you know, s- s- we just have to watch a river and make sure it doesn't flood. Doing yeah, yeah is honestly, our job. the Israelis are or the Israelites are probably kind of just bored. I feel like they just like walk. That's kind of their main thing they do right now. Walk and cower. What's so funny is occasionally. Like their their whole job is to walk places, right? But then occasionally they'll set up camp and one one by one go up to Moses and be like, "My water pressure is shit. Like it's just <laughs> and shit, uh, man. another thing. I feel like I always get the the vibe of like a like a small town like community meeting where there's like an open comment section and someone's like, "Yeah, and by the way, like the sun's the sun's really bright and I can never you know, I always got glare. Can you talk to your little cloud buddy about that, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or just. It's just like Twitter fights, but in the desert. There should be a Twitter god. It kind of reminds me, actually, I used to do, um, I used to be an assistant to uh, the people who do sound for the Yerba Boy in the Gardens Festival, which did not happen, as you could imagine. Um, But it's an outdoor in San Francisco. They like do music performances for free in the park, blah, 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 blah. But um, one thing that would without a doubt happen no matter what is it's always a middle-aged dad too or maybe a little bit older than middle-aged would always come up to the sound booth where like all the work i did was way early in the morning so i'm just there chilling just making sure that the engineer doesn't need any help and they'd always be like oh you can hear the wind in the microphones 
And every single time I'd just be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just go turn the wind off. Like, <laughs> it, it reminds me of that where like, Moses, the sun's real hot and yesterday it was cooler. It's like, ah, all right, I guess I'll talk to God. I will say the only only difference is that like in this thing, everyone at the music festival has been ordered there at gunpoint for the rest of their life. <laughs> they're yeah. like, well, we need like, can we have another porta potty? I don't know. Like he also like whose point of view is it written from? Because if Moses wrote this, then he's gonna be the victim. But if like the Israelites wrote it, it's gonna be a different story. No one appreciated my managerial excellence. Fuck these Wait, people. We should, we should keep yeah. going with the uh, with the commandments because um, they're very important and then they're they're the word of God. Um, <laughs> next one is honor your father and your mother. So you know, sure that one's nice. Don't question authority starting from the authority at your birth. Yeah. That one, when I was, I remember being like a kid in synagogue and being like, that one was definitely written by parents. Like that, <laughs> that's the work of the parent class. Yeah. Although like, I, I don't know if you want to most benignly interpret it, be nice to your parents if they deserve kindness. And if they're shitty to you, you don't need to have them. Totally. Totally. There is no honor your children commandment. Yeah. That's because children are property. I remember, I remember thinking that too. They're an investment vehicle. Yeah. I remember being a kid in synagogue and somebody said, like, raised their hand and they were like, like, it doesn't say honor your children. And then my head is like, we're not gonna take it. (laughs) No, we're not gonna take it. Uh, yeah. So on the next one, a real simple one, one I think we can all get behind, you shall not murder. And what I want to add is that the infographic I'm looking at has little logos next to all of them. And the little logo next to you shall not murder is just like a little circle with a gun in it like you would see at the airport. <laughs> like, no guns. Someone was like, oh, oh didn't see the sign. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. You shall not murder. Great rule. Unless you um, cross a God. Bit, a bit... R- a bit rich coming from God, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, very rich. I think there's a little bit in this genre of like, you shall not murder, you shall not steal that stuff. The, there's a little bit of it that also feels like God is after his kind of moment of inspiration, uh, is like, also, I feel like I shouldn't have to say these, but I feel like it'd be really bad if I didn't say these right now. Cause we're kind of doing the rules thing. Don't murder, don't steal. All right, let's get back to the, how I'm the coolest stuff. But I feel like I should say that now. Right, like I've said many times that murdering is bad. You can go back and look. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a real CYA kind of moment, I feel. CYA? Cover your ass. Oh. I'm surprised as a union man you don't know that term. <laughs> I was only a union man for like a year, but that's a good term. <laughs> it's also like, it's funny that it's like no murder. Like it doesn't say anything about like, like hitting someone really hard or like beating people up <laughs> i mean i feel like that how specific can you get though you know well in the uk legal code they have grievous bodily harm which is basically like you got two inches from killing a person and that's different from bonking that's, someone on the head that's so british yeah grievous bodily harm <laughs> bodily <laughs> anything else to say about the uh, prohibition of murder Josh, Geneva, Ayani, anyone? I mean, before, were they just killing people and, like, whatever? Is that bad? I, I mean, Moses kills someone. Yeah, yeah he but does, Moses and kills they're someone mad who about needs, it. deserves to be killed. But, right. I mean, that's, you know. What, yeah, I guess it's, like, 
What if it's a slave driver? Are you not allowed to murder them? I feel like the one of the commandments is don't murder. And then in the 600 following commandments, there's a bunch of reasons to kill people. Uh-huh. Right. They're like amendments. <laughs> yeah. If you walk over this line on a mountain, you're going to get shot. But like maybe it's more of a legal thing. People. And they're like all those reasons that you can kill a person. That's killing a person. That's not murder. That's divine manslaughter. That's <laughs> just generally a good <laughs> right. idea. That's these are all things that are not murder. You can't that is a murder. death related cancellation. You have to understand yep. the, the differences. An yeah. Israelite-related incident. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It was a casualty. Um, was it a murder? Or it was collateral damage, collateral. as we often hear. Yes. <laughs> collateral damage. Okay, collateral. that one didn't hit. That one wasn't so good. Um, you shall not commit adultery. Unless anyone has any last murder thoughts, uh, we're going to move on to um, cheating, you know? I think, I think ultimately that's good as long as you're honest about what adultery is which would be being dishonest about what you're doing with your partner this one not necessarily fucking a lot of people this one really like has somebody earlier mentioned that a lot of the commandments feel like one of some grievance that somebody mentioned to moses getting turned into a law and this one really feels like enough people are coming to moses and being like that guy fucked my wife like you need to do something about that for Moses to be like, okay, fine. And then, I mean, I don't know that, that, that interpretation kind of implies that Moses is able to negotiate things into the terms, which I don't necessarily think that's what was happening. But if, if we're to believe that God was paying attention and trying to like alleviate suffering or whatever, which is uh, like kind of laughable, (laughs) but whatever, but like, you know what I mean? Like it does seem like adultery was an issue that people, doesn't it seem like it was just people complaining? I don't know. Well, and I feel like the Bible times thing, like, I mean, you know, marriage has been an important institution a long time, but I feel like, especially when marriage was like way more like this is a property contract thing, like straying outside the deal. I I guess it was, you know, it was bigger than just like an emotional trespass. I feel like it was like a, I don't know, like a whole huge thing. So at first I'd be like, yeah, like why is this in the in the first 10? But I guess when like, I don't know. It seems like half the things these people worry about in this is just like acquire land, marry people, have many and rich children. Like adultery kind of fucks up the plan. Right. And, you know, like gender power stuff like, I don't know. Yeah. You got to be about the bag. Actually, I'm not going to lie. The (laughs) adultery thing, (laughs) the adultery thing kind of fucks up the, uh, the honor your parents. If you can call into question who your parents are. Interesting. Not that I have anything else to say about that, because I literally just popped into my head. But there you go. I dropped it on the table, and now you all have to do it. No, it's it. definitely, like, it, they're definitely setting the stage for, like, like honor your parents. and Between honor your parents and this one, it's, like, family, family, family. Honor your parents, and then also, like, honor the family arrangement. And it's, like, it's a yeah. man and a woman and children. We're going to keep, keep the team together, basically. I mean, like I said, if you want to take any valuable lessons about it, it's just be honest with your emotional partners yes i would agree yeah just you know don't that would have been a better commandment for sure (laughs) (laughs) or it doesn't even need to be a commandment it can just be like we have the 10 commandments and then we have like 15 good ideas and then (laughs) there there you go have the 15 recommendations 20 things i just i don't know i'm not saying but i'm just saying 
One of them is just God's one of them top just says, 50 albums. <laughs> Neti pot. Never mind. Just like communicate your boundaries mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. So all, all those great things that we would really love it maybe if a, a founding text of a religion told us those things, but it doesn't. Should I move on to the next one? Sure. All right. This is a controversial one. Um, no being gay. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, gotcha. No. This next one is you shall not steal. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, you can steal. I Yeah, I fundamentally disagree yes, with this we commandment. Are, <laughs> God, and well, no, I, I, th- you sh- I think that we should amend it to do not steal from people. No, do not steal. Do not steal from from people in a fucked up way. Steal from fucked up people. If you're not stealing from people, who are you stealing from? <laughs> yeah. Corporations? Fucking. Yeah. Well, legally speaking, you are yeah, stealing but like, from people. No, that's what I mean. That's why I fundamentally uh, disagree with this. Is like you know, it, it yeah. is. You can steal from Walmart. You can steal from CVS. And no, smite me, listeners. If you get caught. Don't get caught. Don't get fucking caught. Don't be yeah, caught. caught. First don't of all, be don't get fucking caught. Noob. But, but yeah. if you do get caught, play them. Um, where are we? On on the computer, it says sixty one forty six. So like an an hour and a minute and forty six seconds. Smite me sixty one forty six. One of my favorite verses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's very um, powerful. If you get caught, play them this clip where you'd be like, no, no, no. My uh, favorite podcast said that. A very influential man who talks into a microphone on my iPod told me this once. Yeah. On their iPod? How old do you think our listeners are? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I would be so honored if someone was taking the time to oh upload God. us to their on iPod, iPod classic. Blastic? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> how are the times have changed? Oh, the Wait, days. okay. We should give Josh and Geneva their chance to defend. Why is it bad to steal? Why are we on? Why well, we're yeah, suddenly nerds. You think we like? Love, we're the yeah, we're the nerds now. <laughs> the, the lawyer sitting someone down and be like, um, "Am I correct that you said it is wrong to steal?" Um, I would just only add that it's like, well, we alluded to this earlier, but God making a lot of rules that God doesn't seem to follow. God kind of takes whatever God seems to want. Even yeah, when the person believes the... it to be theirs already. So I don't, you know, that would strike me as stealing. Yeah, God would hate Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> God would hate God, honestly. Like if God encountered another one. He kind of you know? does. Well, yeah, that's true. The other gods. That also happened. Yeah. He, that's is... why he hates idols, because they remind him of himself. <laughs> God. Didn't God steal hella slaves? <laughs> like... Yeah, from yeah. the pharaoh. Yeah. Right. The idea of that, I don't know. There's a lot of like, they someone pissed off the Jews, and so then the Jews got like all the gold and silver that they had, and then went on their way. I feel like that's the overriding theme of Genesis. It's like don't cross the Jews, or up, or else you'll get got. Not to be super lawyer, but again, that is not theft. That is pillaging. <laughs> Separate. That's legal right. Terms. If you do it with like overwhelming force behind you it transcends stealing and then it's like yeah it's pillaging it is kind of funny that the book says don't steal and then doesn't just end right there like there's gonna be a whole story about a lot of stealing coming up yeah i do think this is like setting up the premise for the next few like tensions and the stories like without this you wouldn't know how Mm -hmm. to read the rest of the torah so it's kind of a key yeah like oh is the stealing good (laughs) (laughs) but it's also yeah it's like we're setting the stages here for god to lead the jews in um doing what's basically a land version of oceans 11 (laughs) so except if in oceans 11 the only tool they had was guns 
Does yeah. it, are there guns in this? It's no, Ocean's what? Eleven no. in the Middle East. <laughs> I just mean that I think it's funny that they say don't steal, and then then the next book or so we're gonna be stealing a lot of land. Why yeah, is it stealing if it was promised to you? You know what I mean. I'm also gonna come down pretty hard on this one. Yes. Well, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying like that's what the. I feel no, like that's not, the implication where it's like, well, God said, so it, it's all good. I want to reiterate to our listeners that if you're stealing from Walmart right now, it's not stealing because I promise you that that's fine. <laughs> um, so good news, everybody. Let's move on to the next commandment. This one's very specific. Um, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. So that one I'm I'm gonna say is generally good, but it's confusing that it's in there. <laughs> Again, it's like getting really specific. It could get filtered into the. It's very frat boyy for sure. You think so? How so? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of like, oh, she's bearing false witness to my bro. That's right. <laughs> right. You gotta be honest when oh, you accuse no. someone of something, because everyone everyone's <laughs> oh. always faking it. Yeah. Oh god, uh-huh. the That's image dark. of a frat of some shit had frat guy using the term <laughs> oh I think she god. is bearing false witness. <laughs> oh lord. Um this one's actually a little bit ambiguous in terms of just not just it's like how I feel about it, but in terms of like what do they mean exactly? Well, the way it was explained to me in like Hebrew school was like, I don't know, if someone asks if you saw Jimmy steal an apple and you didn't steal see Jimmy steal an apple, then don't say you saw, saw Jimmy steal an apple. You know, like, don't, don't testify. Don't, I don't know. It's kind of like, don't, I don't know. It's kind of like, don't lie. Like, don't lie at someone's expense and like get them. I don't know. It seems very, this one's like one of the more legalistic ones. Do you think it is pro or anti-snitching? It's anti, it doesn't seem, it seems neutral on snitching. It's anti-false snitching. Mm. Okay. It's like snitching is okay, but it has to be real snitching. Yeah. Don't bear false snitchness. No, no fake no snitching. Faking. I can get behind that. Okay, yeah. Don't don't just say you saw your neighbor. Like, if there was a fire three down blocks down the way, just be like, yeah, it was Josh. Cause yeah, that's what atonement is about, I think. <laughs> atonement. Wow. Different story. Yeah, that's a weird one. And then the last <laughs> one, the last one also I don't like is... um. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife slash ox slash maidservant slash etc. Yeah, the hierarchy is house, wife, male or female slave, uh, then farm animal. So it gives you a nice like taxonomy of biblical priorities. But also, he's saying don't be jealous after he just said that he. I'm very... Yeah, I am the jealous God. I'm the jealous God. Y'all have to be good. Also, like class consciousness is bad. Like, if you feel some feelings about this whole situation, just shut it off, because... Well, yeah. that is an interesting... There's also just the audacity of telling a bunch of people who are wandering in the desert that, hey, don't want other people's houses. Like, they have none. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's funny, too. <laughs> yeah. What makes you think you deserve a house at all? Yeah. It's like, no, but okay. I was that's yeah. I was thinking about that particular commandment in terms of, like, I don't know, in class consciousness, because it's like... It's supposedly class conscious to be like, don't be worried about like what your neighbor is. Is that supposedly class conscious? Well, there's like there's conspicuous consumption, which is maybe something to avoid. No. Yeah. It's a strain of like people like supposed like people with left viewpoints being like, actually, it's bad to like want more like, I don't know. 
I, I bit off more than I could chew again. I do it every I, I, episode. I kind of get what you're um, getting at. Like, it's like you shouldn't put value in material things so much and like, you know, oh, that person has a BMW. Right, coming so from like, the top. I want a BMW too or something. But this is like mm-hmm. a, this is like any kind. It's not like only, you know, don't want too much or don't want to be filthy rich. It's just like don't even think about what anyone has. Well, that's the other you. weird thing about it is that it's it's like a thought crime commandment because it's like you do not it already says like don't steal your neighbor's shit don't uh-huh. fuck your neighbor's wife but it never says then the last one is like and don't even think about it <laughs> yeah yeah well, this interesting from a class perspective too because if we imagine that the text is probably written by like the people at the top of the society however it's organized at that time or whatever but like it's a much easier thing to be like to, to say of like, hey, don't want your neighbor's stuff, especially if you're the one writing it and you have all the best stuff. Because then you kind of tell that to your people and everyone's like, yeah, that's a good deal. Because I got my healthy ox. I see Joe's ox over there. His ox sucks. I don't want his. That's a good one. Yeah, it's very like, you don't know how hard my life is. Like, I don't have it so right. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes my scroll room gets very warm. So maybe it's not even great having my and moses house. never bothers to turn off the sun <laughs> yeah i'm always telling moses to make me less tired and he never succeeds so i what do you want me to do yeah yeah have you ever told like a rich person that they have something that's nice and they're like no i don't i got it on sale <laughs> yeah i remember very clearly one time when a friend of mine came over when i was a child and was very confused by the fact that the house that I lived in didn't have a second floor because I lived in a flat with my family. And they were just like, well, how do you get to the garage? And it's like, well, we share that with everyone else in the building. And they were just like, oh, so where's like the other living room? I don't remember what he said. Um, There's no commandment like, against uh, that. I what the second living room? No, there's I mean no. Of, there's you, no the, like you, you're not allowed to covet with if, when someone has like is like super rich or whatever. But you can be clueless all you want, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You're not allowed to covet, but you you're allowed to expressly not covet someone <laughs> yeah. else's. Situation. You're allowed to like not comprehend. So you can't be like, "Hey, man, I really wish I had a house like this." But you can go into someone else's house and be like, "This Whoa, place fucking what the fuck? sucks." Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like. I mean, this is not that shocking, but I feel like taking together the Ten Commandments are kind of conservative. It's like, honor your mom, yeah. don't ask too many questions, don't murder. It's like, just like, order. You can't. I feel like is the theme. I was also thinking about, do you remember, this is like a very like 2010 news story, but like, there was some courthouse in the South that wanted to like, build a statue outside of like, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And then, a bunch of like, atheists were like, F that shit. Oh, dude, no don't way. credit where credit's due, man. That was the Church of Satan. It was. Oh, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So the Satanists came out and just be like, we're a fucking real religion according to the paperwork. You got to put one of ours on there then. That's what happened. You're right. Yeah. I totally forgot about that yeah. part. That's awesome. Um, which, by the way. They should have just done both, honestly. <laughs> I love the, the idea I of a, the a city packed for lawn not... of like all the religions <laughs> battling <laughs> yes. like, a, like a Christmas, like a neighborhood with all the Christmas lights and everyone's trying to like top each other. Except for the in Catholic Church would win, Ohio. sad to say, just because they got 
you know, they got the money. They're just, well, they would take us so seriously that's like, what, do we need to airdrop the entire Vatican City here? We'll drop our country <laughs> yeah. right here to win that's the true. fight. That's true. We'll build a cupola above <laughs> just, all this. Yeah. They make the, 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 the Pope stay there. <laughs> just sit. He's like, I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was yeah. a battle of all, all the gods, and as a result, the Vatican is—it's uh, in Ohio now. Wait, also, I—this is—we're gonna date when this podcast is coming out, but whatever. Did you guys see the news story where it was like, it was like in the news, it was like in the news, and it was just like the Pope is homophobic. Like, Did we all not think there, he was? No, there's like a whole news cycle for it though, of like someone because apparently he was the progressive Pope, but then someone asked him like, "Is it okay to be gay?" and he was like. It's like, well, like, no. Like, come can on. I just come ask on. The, he did it. He once said, oh, who am I to judge about gay people? So I don't know. That's hilarious. He's just, can I just he's ask just the panel what the fuck a progressive pope is? It's bullshit. It's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is really, I will say, I will say he really cares about climate change. So all power to him. In that I regard. mean, not enough to like stop being the Pope and like kill himself, that, but sure. the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> oh I seventy four oh three. If you want to bleep that, I'll, uh... oh my god. Uh, the yeah. Pope saying, "Who am I to judge?" does read as sarcasm, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like because he's the Pope. pope. <laughs> yeah, you're second yeah. to God. Who am I? Mm. I don't know. Who wants to know my opinion? Yeah, that's true. Right. You don't know what afterwards if there was a silence and then they all just started laughing. Wait, you know what that makes <laughs> yeah. me want though? We've had. You want to you interview know, the Pope Ron- on this podcast? Because I would well, love obviously, that. yes. Yeah. Pontifex come on the pod, but no, we've had fucking Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Okay, we've had dementia presidents. I want a dementia Pope, and I want him now. I think you've probably already had him. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, just read a little bit about papal history. You'll find them. There is well, the only pope I know of that I can say at the top of my head did a good thing was in the middle of the Black Plague. Whoever the 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 pope was, did issue out whatever the papal like big deal newspaper tweets are <laughs> at the time. But he did go stop blaming the Jews. My man, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that because he was like, look, guys, the Jews are getting the plague too. They're a plague this, on society, it's, it's, but not a plague. <laughs> but not this one. Yeah, right. Um, so there you go. That's I guess okay. that's the end of Papal Corner. Mm, yeah, Papal Corner. Papal Corner. Papal Corner. <laughs> he really blew the, the mic up on that one, Sean. Yeah, no, I, I listen. If you're the Pope and you're listening, like, um, go check out that song by Logic. You know, like, there's there's people that want you here. Um, let's move on. Um what do you guys think? Should we any fi- any final thoughts on on this week's? I had a question Pasha? I wanted to to ask everyone just because I mentioned it in the summary, and now that we're sort of in the the closing bits about it, is like slightly more serious topic. But like, what are the uh, like do, when you read this or when you were reading this? Did you see anything in particular that when you're like, like when I was reading it, there were a couple times where you read the commandment and you're like. Oh yeah, that's still here and strong and like not in the sense of just like cultural stuff, but then like in some cases with like real legislation and laws, like the murder and the stealing. But that's the I mean that's kind of those are the ones that are like yeah like basic human ones, I guess. But like the idea that like you would legally mandate don't commit adultery. 
that was the one that kind of stuck with me. It was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of dark. Well, I bummed everyone no, out. No, I was thinking, thinking about, about it. it. <laughs> because yeah, it's still around culturally that like. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you someone, should cheat on like, people. She'll make lemonade about you or whatever, but you know, like Beyonce. Well, I mean, it's it's more than that though. It's like you can't get a, a you can't have like a multiple. As far as I can tell, you can't have like a multiple person like three person marriage or whatever. We're saying that. Yeah, like, but it doesn't say no polygamy. It says no adultery. So like right. that's the as long the, as everyone's the sticking idea to the deal. behind it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are the idea like... behind it is is from partially from this, but also people have always been jealous batches and have always not liked once the person that they're with has like has sex with someone else. Like I think, do we know that to be true? I, I kind of think so. There are a lot of yeah. murdered people because of jilted lovers. I don't know. I think, but to your point, Annie, I feel like there is a, it is kind of striking. So like, if you just treat these all equally, how like very different they all are. Like some are kind of like legal stuff. Some is like, you should think a certain way. Some is about like, kind of property and I don't know, like class values. I, I guess it just goes to like, goes to show maybe that uh, it's like really hard to make definitive rules about things that like all work together and hold up once you, I don't know. Cause people are like super hypocritical. God being example. Number one, fair, like beware of people like <laughs> saying like, here's the perfect code. Yeah, I think God putting, like, religion as the top priority for sure is still, like, spirituality is cool. Maybe I wouldn't say it's a top priority, um, but the fact that that's number one and now some people base their whole life around, like, the one God is probably, like, maybe you could have put it down the list so we could have been fanatics about right. some of the other ones. If you asked him about that, he'd be like, well, right, but you have to consider it from my perspective is I'm God, so... Well, right. They're like I'm, the Ten I'm Commandments probably... for like being God's best friend. Like they're not like the Ten Best Rules right. overall. You should take it with a grain of salt because it's like, yeah, according to God, who's a weirdo. Actually, it does also <laughs> kind of make me think like how radically different it would be if the like number one, for example, was like no murder. We don't do that around here. And then at the very end, just be like, hey, can you not do the idol thing? And can you make sure that you know that I'm the only God? Because I know a lot of people right now are into the idols, and that's cool for them, but it's a fad. I want you to be ahead. Right. Oh, or I was just thinking him being like, hey, like, I know it's not a big deal, and you're just, like, having fun, but just when you do the idol thing, it really just kind of – it bugs me, and it's something I'm working on. But for now, I really – it would mean a lot if you, if you wouldn't do the idol thing. Like, you know, I, I guess something that we were talking about how it's really not much of a contract, right? Because a contract usually implies that, like, what a, person A gets this, person B gets this. And this is really just like a, you're going to sign this because it means that I have your souls. Yeah, and again, all these rules are delivered at, like, nuclear bomb point. So it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have to always. Wait, like... I want to specify one little piece of wording. I forget which translation it is in, but it says, uh, you shall not have other gods in my presence. Which is hilarious because I imagine it's like him negotiating the terms of whatever uh, of the relationship and him being like, just can you just not have other gods when I'm around? And we're like, yeah, sure. We're like, Wait a minute. Aren't you everywhere? And he's like, hee hee hee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just closes the curtains. And like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, mystery. There is a there's a different lane I've started going down that's not the alien lane. Um because that lane is exhausting. Ayani likes to talk about aliens on the on the podcast sometimes. Um but it's the lane of like uh I I bring it up because you brought up that news story, but it's the lane of like Satanists breaking religious people out of like red pilling the religious people YouTube. Um <laughs> And there was a 20 minute long thing that while I was recovering from vaccine symptoms that I watched about how the Bible says there are multiple gods and that one God is not the only one. And it was, I don't know if that helps you think critically, I'm happy for you, but um, that was about as exhausting as reading about how space aliens are responsible. Wait, so what point were they trying to make that the other God is Satan? No, that there is no one God. And that the Bible doesn't even say that there's one God. The Genesis kind of alludes to like there are some other gods, like but I'm the most I'm of, the most powerful one. I think when he says don't have other gods in the presence, he's basically he's not saying there's no other gods. He's saying right. I'm top guy. Right. He's like, listen, there's other gods, but like North Valley High School rules, and <laughs> we're the best one. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I just got when you said all the stuff with the Satan, I, I just remembered the guy with the platinum blonde hair telling pointing at me and telling me <laughs> that I had wrong ideas about what was in the Bible. <laughs> You're just probably not gonna be the last your time COVID that shot, happens. like listen man, you don't know me like yelling at your computer. <laughs> it won't be the last time it happens, and it won't be the last time I watch very old people describe to me why aliens are in the Bible. True. All right. Do you guys want to cut it or keep it? What are we doing with this one? Usually, my I don't know. I'm struggling. And usually for the big ones, like, like you know, Parting of the Red Sea, like Adam and Eve, shit like that, where it's like iconic, I want to keep it around. And the Ten, play, the ten Commandments are iconic, but I'm kind of like, who cares? He's going to mention all this shit again later, for sure. He's going to bring these up. So I think we could cut it and just kind of catch up with ourselves when somebody commits adultery and they get killed and he's like, ah, ah, rule number seven. We could figure it out from there, you know? Yeah, I would cut it honestly as well. I was just thinking more about the courthouse (laughs) thing where like these rules are so basic in a way. It's like, do you need to build a statue that says don't kill people? Like, I feel like it's like trolling people. Like they can't think that people (laughs) don't know these rules, but would know it if you built something. Yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a meh for me because it's not even like because, you know, there's like the classics of like God being kind of scary and like, I don't know, fire and brimstone and stuff. But it's like not even like we've seen God do way better. Like, I feel like Egypt being the ultimate example of just like metal fucking like, I don't know. Yeah. River of blood. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like you're going to give us a river of blood and then you're going to do a scary cloud. I mean, if you're going to go there, go there. So cut it i'm in an interesting predicament here because i really can't think of a reason to cut it and i really can't think of a reason to keep it it kind of exists in this like bizarre limbo where okay here's here's what i'll say as as because i've been approaching the bible from this angle a bit part of me wants to keep it because a foreigner comes into the fold for a second and actually puts input on what they feel like is weird about the culture and they listen to it and that's kind of very not biblical. Yeah, it's pretty rare. 
Um, and I kind of like that because it's a tiny little moment of like the Bible just being like, and we exchanged ideas with another culture and it didn't involve anyone dying. Um, and I like that, but I don't think that's really what they're going for. I think they're just being inconsistent. So I could definitely throw it out. And I also feel like that having in the middle of a founding book of a religion, like a list of the rules just seems a little too on the nose. Like, where's the mystery? What do you mean, <laughs> nose? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's like, very, like, um, clinical. And, like, cult leaders and, like, Scientology and, like, uh, like they don't have, like, it's, they don't have these, like, core things where it's, like, here's the list. I feel like list. cults probably have only, like, ten rules. They probably <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they're, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure cult leaders love making lists yeah, of, of rules kind of like that are. Arbitrary rules that they also break all the time. Um, You're right. You yeah. know what? I think what I was trying to say really was I was not entertained. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oftentimes it's as simple as that yeah geneva as our guest you got the final word what do, what do you say i say keep it because it's funny um because like i don't know if you've been in a classroom where they have the rules they made on like the first day of school and you walk into the classroom yeah. Yeah. and there's like cocks yeah. and like not like swastikas on it or whatever to me that's what like the ten commandments are because they're like the teacher tried to set these rules and then you read the rest of the torah and you're like oh yeah that didn't work yeah it's a long it's gonna be a long long school year (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like on a giant sheet of green paper that's kind of awesome it is it is a bit like so on the first day it's like no hitting keep your hands to yourself on the wall and then the kindergartner who can't read like hits another kid and the teacher's like oh boy here we go Time to go back to the old me. Yeah. Guys, it's on the wall. It's on the wall. They're like, guys, I said it at the, the mountain. Wall? Yeah. And they're like, ah, yeah, but when you said it on the mountain, there was it was noisy. A lot yeah, you were literally on. like blowing like fog machine dust in our face or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very like prog rock. Strobe lights just yeah. making us miserable. Uh-huh. Giving the State of the Union address while you shoot a machine gun into the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they were they were rules received under duress. That's mm-hmm. that's for sure. Well, all right. Well, we're not gonna keep it. We're. I mean, shit, man. This is this is one of those. I'm always blown away by how mundane the most iconic moments of the Bible really are. Yeah. And the most mundane ones are kind of the most iconic, like uh, Noah in the in the tent. Yes. You know? Yeah, I would agree with that. Sometimes it lines up where it's it's fun, epic. Yeah. Um, I guess it's pretty mids. Kind of funny that the Bible is <laughs> pretty mids. Mid. Pretty mids. Nothing wrong with mids. <laughs> Nothing wrong with mids, folks. Um, should we do uh most progressive statement of the night from you, buddy? Wait, are you talking about keeping it in the Torah or keeping it on your Smite Me podcast? No, no, no. We're gonna keep the episode. I okay. <laughs> should have made that clear. I'm sorry. Um no, yeah, we're talking about the the, the portion. I would yeah. for sure get rid of Jethro though, because <gasps> I think he's just like some guy Moses likes. Oh no, <laughs> he's like, Jethro. It was Jethro wrote my yearbook. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what what'd you say, Geneva? It's very just like Jethro wrote in my yearbook, and I want you to know that, that he likes me. 
yeah. That's the vibe of the portion. Is like uh-huh. Jethro just yeah, dropping at least, by. Yeah, Jethro's big. Jethro yeah. said hags. Yeah. Yeah. But I do really appreciate about Jethro that he, like, drops in, schmoozes a bit, and then is like, I'm going to be on my way. Instead of you having to tell, like, you're just, like, sitting in the living room with him and you're like, well, I'm going to take a shower. Like, what do you want me to say? You have to go now. He, no, I, he is, like, the only person who gracefully exit this. Like, everyone else is, like, dead or in prison. It's real, like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to be anti-Semitic, but like you can kind of tell from his uh, like uh, ability to perceive social interactions that maybe he's not quite of the tribe. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I gotta know like his, more about his social you're... skills. His social skills are just a little too too good for him to be one of oh, us. Oh, uh-huh. he's like not neurotic enough. I do like the he's idea. confident enough to leave. I do like the idea of him just being like, Moses, I love what you're doing. Like, you know, you're, you're really taking your people out. And Moses is like, yep, yeah, and we're going to conquer this land in a little bit. And he's like, well, I don't really want to have any part of that. But. <laughs> yeah, it was so You know, good you got great ideas, you. kid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we say a little uh, a blessing? Usually we have, um, will you bless us, Geneva? We'll just put bless a little blessing airwaves. out there into the world. Usually it's just a little something like... Uh, like, may you all have a beautiful Shabbat, and if you're listening on a different day, then have a beautiful that day, and blah, 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 blah. Doesn't you know, even have to be like explicitly that. Jewish. No, it really okay. doesn't. May you all have an eye doctor that does a good job and gives you a good prescription. Bow. Ah, I, I, feel, I feel weird because I have good eyesight, and I don't have to deal with that. That means your eye doctor sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just been lied well, that's to. That's the other thing too is I don't know because I've never mm-hmm. had, you know, glasses. Yo, so maybe I, will I, say, I am seeing I everything thought, wrong. I thought like you, Ioni, until I did go see an eye doctor, and I was like, oh, I actually can't see. I was like, well, I've no, just been like, funny... looking at like the 380p version of the world, and I just didn't even know. Because I know when I was like for a long time in my early uh, earlier adult life, I'd be like, I don't really need to go because the last time I went to the doctor. I had 2020 vision and I've only just come to realize that the last time I went to the doctor and had my vision checked, I was 16 years old. So it's been 10 years. I was so going to say, I don't, don't need to go because well. last time it was fine is like a famous last words. <laughs> last time it was fine 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Mitch Hedberg AIDS test joke. You can re-gift it if you don't like that blessing. Give it to someone else. No, I love it. I I love it. You have a good eye doctor, and having a good eye doctor means that they make you wear glasses. If they don't sell you glasses, then they're a schmuck who's no good at their job. I think we've all agreed on that today. Uh, Geneva, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, On the internet, I'm on Twitter at Geneva Rust Orta. And message me. I'm lonely. It's a powerful name too not gonna lie someone else with a kind of i wouldn't say powerful but at least like flowy name um you guys have the two most powerful names on the pod right now easy game recognizes game like when i come across a name i'm like all right that's a good one i know i'm a good judge of that well hell yeah and i want to dedicate this podcast to the best name of all and that's hashem (laughs) this has been slightly folks thanks for coming give us five stars and a nice rating. And do and not covet your neighbor's stuff. <laughs> don't even don't, think about don't it. Don't even. Don't even murder, bro. Yeah, don't even murder, bro. <laughs>